Hey, Matt. Yeah, Nick, what's up? Five reasons why Apple's better than PC. Man, come on, dude. You know I'm a PC guy. <laughs> but but you go to Salem. <sighs> Five reasons why Apple is better than PC, eh? Yeah. Oh, um, oh geez. Oh, don't make me do this, man. Oh, uh, look at that. It's time for the intro. Ah, uh, yeah. Thank goodness. Get me out of here, guys. <laughs> get ready. Get keen. It's your boy, Matt and Nick, here for the podcast. Roll the intro. Actually, guys, I'm going to let Nick do the intro for today because, you know, he had a try of the intro a few episodes back and he kind of stuffed it up. But you know what, Nick? It's time. It's your chance. Give it another crack and uh, let's see what you got. Okay. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Nick, here for another edition of the podcast. I'm here with your boy, Matt, and no one else because they're all lazy. <laughs> hey guys, your boy Matt is here for the podcast. That was that was really good, Nick. I really do enjoy uh, when someone else uh, tries the intro and changes it up a little bit. That was that was really nice. How do you think you went? I reckon I did good. I didn't notice if I started. No, you I actually did didn't, and that was uh, oh. that was really good. Good stuff from you, man. So yes, guys, as we said, welcome to the podcast, Isolation Nation, episode. Uh, Five. I didn't want to stuff that up there. I was like, how many have we done? (laughs) (laughs) Episode five. I mean, it's not like we've done that many episodes, but yes, episode five, guys. Really, uh, really keen to be recording today with your boy, Nick. How are you, Nick? How's your week been, man? Oh, it's been a bit... um... Actually, Nick, Nick, hang on, hang on. Sorry, sorry. Breaking news on the podcast... Now, guys, breaking news on Isolation Nation. Sorry to cut you off there, Nick. I'm, I'll, I'll definitely get back to you. But, uh, yes, breaking news on the podcast. Uh, an announcement in the making uh, from the coming weeks. We have, drumroll please. We have a Facebook page for Isolation Nation. That's right, guys. Get around it. It is called, you guessed it, Isolation Nation Podcast. Now, search it up on Facebook. Really keen to uh, launch this Facebook page for you guys. It has all the uh, info for the podcast, including news stories, different sort of segments, question time, you know, uh, updates and notifications of when each episode will be uploaded. And uh, yeah, just throwing it over to you guys to, to, let, uh, to give you guys more of a say into what we sort of talk about on the podcast. And uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun old time. And uh, Nick, what are you most looking forward to about the uh, the Facebook page that we have for Isolation Nation? Um, thing I'm most looking uh, forward to would be the fact that I don't have to do as much work, possibly. <laughs> it's always a plus. On, on finding the news stories, um, it'd be t- totally open to... Um, uh, to people to share funny news stories from from around the world that they've been made um, aware of. We'll probably put up, you know, um, kind of alerts on when we're recording so so that people can get the stories in and and give suggestions and that. So that should be, it should be really good at being more interactive. 
Definitely, 100%. We would love you guys to, yeah, as we already said, have more of an impact on what goes on uh, with this podcast. So ultimately, we want to leave, you know, parts of it up to you guys, you know, comment and uh, message us what you'd love us to uh, talk about on the podcast and any segments or ideas or topics. And yeah, we'd love to hear your your feedback and also, you know, ultimately what you love about the podcast and what you'd like to, us to improve on. So yeah, you know, the Facebook page is, is there for a bunch of reasons and we're, you know, really keen and excited to launch this finally. So yeah, as we said, Isolation Nation podcast. Also share it around with, uh, with all your friends, all your mates, you know, invite a bunch of your friends, if not, you know, your whole friends list on... Uh, on Facebook. That way we can uh, spread the word around. I already know that Nick has uh, invited all of his friends on Facebook to go like the page and follow it. So I definitely encourage everyone else out there to go invite at least, let's say five or 10 friends to go like the Facebook page. And uh, let's uh, let's all get around this and let's make this uh, an enjoyable podcast to consume more of your time in isolation nation. Sound good to you, Nick? It sounds really good, and it fits in with our current plan to expand to more platforms. Definitely, definitely. So we will give you more information uh, if and when we expand to more platforms. You you will find all the links on there, and uh, yeah, it's going to be a good old time. So uh, thank you guys for listening to that uh, breaking news segment, and now back on to uh, next week. Sorry for cutting you off there, man. Um, I I I. I, I you know, breaking news was just ringing in the back of my head and I couldn't get rid of it. So I had to just run that segment, but, um, yeah, sorry to cut you off before, man, but, uh, (laughs) let's continue with your, uh, your week. How's it been? Uh, it's pretty good. Um, I pretty much upgraded, uh, my home, uh, office, uh, setup, uh, got some screens on mounts and up to eye level. So so I'm not having to stare down. Yeah, that's Um, good. That's cause you are mm. quite tall. How, how tall are you? Uh, six two six three. I'm pretty sure. I'm not yeah, right. I'm good old five seven, mate. <laughs> oh, oh, Matt, it's all right. You're still growing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know about that. I've been saying that I am actually an inch or two taller than Dad. So I mean, you know, can't complain. <laughs> See, growing boy. <laughs> That's it, man. That's it. What else has been happening? Uh, other than that, just a lot of work, a lot of writing scripts for videos, a lot of st- storyboarding st- stuff, a lot of organizing things. Yeah, right. Uh, that's been a lot of my, my week. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, quickly, run us through your uh, home setup, home office setup in a bit more detail and I'll, I'll do the same. Okay, so my home office um, setup, I, I, I actually, my desk is currently a dining table. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Yeah, um, yeah, I got uh, some uh, Logitech uh, sp- speakers uh, with a subwoofer. Um, I got a ultra-wide LG screen. I can't remember yeah, the right. name. That's my main screen. And then my screen off to uh, the left is a 24-inch Samsung uh, monitor with gaming mode, which I always turn the gaming mode on because it's got more color. Yeah, and yeah, then, 100%. And then just, just below my main screen, I, I've got my MacBook that I sometimes will do, do work on when, when I'm out and about. Yep. Uh, I got a uh, picture of my fiance and I. How good, which, man. Which, How good. Which will go with me to the office when I'm allowed back back into the office. Yeah, nice. That's uh, awesome. And then, and then under the table, we, we got my beast of a PC. Oh, yeah, brother. A, yeah, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got a ninth gen um, i7, like brand new. It's awesome. got a uh, RTX 20, 
2070. It's got uh, th- 32 gig, gig, gig of RAM, which can be upgraded to six, six, 64. Yeah, gee, 32 and, alone is beast, man. <laughs> oh, yeah, man, yeah. I mean, you, does, you've got to have at least that much to... I mean, even 64 if you want to be dealing with 4K, but, uh, yeah, that's beast. Oh, mate, mate. This thing renders 4K in less than five minutes. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's it that's is, amazing. It, yeah, a lot of money was spent on it, but it's very worth it. Oh, 100%, 100%. RAM is definitely one of those things that is worth it to pay the money for, 100%. Mm, yeah, like, yeah. My old PC, when we were working on, on the music video, I, I paid extra to get 64 gig put in it and it, it 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 bloody flew because it's pretty much time you know that that you know what what would you rather uh you know leave it as it is and let it render out for two hours you know hypothetical or pay a bit extra and have it render out in 10 minutes you know like it's all about what's worth it and it in my opinion and definitely for yours it's definitely worth it to pay a bit extra to save an extreme amount of time, you know? <laughs> um, yeah, the best thing you can do, be because for you and I, because we, we have to make a lot of content and edit it and, like, send it out to whoever our client is at that time. Yeah. It's best to be able to rely on your machine to stick to that deadline. Exactly right, yeah. Yeah, than it is to, you know, be like, oh, yeah, well, it would have been ready. But it's gonna it's gonna take about th- three days um, to re- um, to render because you wanted four K. Yeah, yeah, exactly right. <laughs> no, so that's, that's my awesome. Setup. Man. What about yours? Uh, week's been week's been alright. Uh, I I filmed helped film a COVID nineteen update video for World Gym up north. As you know, all gyms will be opening in the very near future, which which we will get into later in the podcast. Uh, just did an update video for them and uh so that was a few days ago went well and then uh other than that just yeah working getting some videos done hasn't been super busy uh i actually went out and and uh i i had the privilege of actually borrowing the ronin s which is built for big you know beefy cameras so I have a Canon C100, so I mounted that on the uh, Ronin, tested it out, did some pretty cool shots of my brother riding his motorbike around the backyard, actually. We've got an, an acre sort of uh, backyard. And um, yeah, pretty much just <laughs> been editing that as well, just for a bit of fun, give me something to do before work gets hectic again. And uh, yeah, um, it's been it's been good. It's been good. Also saw the fiance on uh, Tuesday night and Wednesday, so that was nice. And uh, saw her again today, which was good. And now, guys, my home setup. So uh, I've got two screens for editing and one screen for, you know, emails and messaging and everything else. So for the uh, emails and messaging, I've got one of the older MacBook Pros, which uh, my fiance actually gave to me. Uh, thankfully, she she didn't actually need it, so she just gave it to me. So very thankful for that. So <laughs> that's pretty handy. And then I've also got, uh, for editing, I have got a beast of a laptop, one of the MSI gaming laptops, the MSI GF63, you know, ninth gen, i7, only 16 gig of RAM, but, you know, still does the job for me. And then I've got a BenQ, B-E-N-Q. How do you pronounce that? I think that's, yeah, I think it's BenQ or something. BenQ? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. So I've got a, yeah, I'm not 100% sure how many inch it is. 
but it's you know it's not small but it's not like huge it's a decent it's, monitor yeah yeah it's probably i think the standard's like 20 in 24 inch yeah sounds about right 24 to 30 i'd say something like that so i have that for an external monitor for editing which uh might i add guys if you ever get the chance uh if you're a video editor like myself and nick two screens uh over one screen is, I would say, 100% worth it. It is one of those things that, like, it just makes life easier. It makes life a hundred times easier, honestly. And I go back to, like, one screen editing when I'm out and about, and it just it's, sucks. It's, like, <laughs> oh, yeah, man, yeah. It's just not the same because, like, everything is not where it's supposed to be, be right? That's yeah. why um, I also um, that's why um, I also recommend um, if you're editing, make your main screen um, ultra wide. You you just get so so, uh, so much more space. Yeah, hundred percent, guys, hundred percent. So uh, I've got that. Yeah, so that's pretty much my uh, home setup. I will add as well, Nick. I also have uh, a photo of my fiance and I on my home screen on the Mac. Uh, one oh. of our engagement photos. So. You know, recently engaged, gotta love it. It's, uh, it's a good feeling. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much our setup. So, all right, guys, let's just uh, get into the podcast. I really hope we haven't been boring you as such. And, uh, guys, it's time for me and Nick's favorite segment of Isolation Nation podcast. It's time for, <sighs> gotta love a bit of, bit of a jazz chat. How, how good is it, Nick? It's really nice to just sit down with one of your best mates on the podcast and just talk about life. How good is it? It's just really nice, you know, because you, you, you just get to relax, you know. It's been a long it's been a long week for you, me, and everyone out there, and a bit of jazz chat is just, it's what the doctor ordered. Oh, 100%. It's what the doctor ordered. It's what us on the podcast love to do. And we really hope, guys, that it is what you as an audience love to hear from us. Gotta love it. Now, guys... Going to hand over to Nick, as I always do, on Jazz Chat. Nick, anything that you want to bring to the table today? I've been, you know, I've been thinking and theorizing and philosophizing. I think that's a word. Yeah, yeah, I remember you bringing it up on on another podcast. And it's okay. Yeah. And it's okay because we're in Jazz Chat. Not everything has to make sense. Like the question. Hey, Matt. Yeah, Nick, what's going on? When you're in a plane and you go to the bathroom, do you ever think, this is the world's fastest poop? (laughs) I did not think of that, but that is legitimately one of the best points I've ever heard. (laughs) And sometimes... When you're in there yes, and it's such shaking and you start getting all into it Ooh, yeah. and you're like, oh no, oh yeah, oh yeah. You it's think this all, it starts shaking, the turbulence, ooh, the turbulence. It is an unbelievable feeling. Thank you for turning our attention over to Heavy Metal Spiel, Nick. Ooh. <laughs> and cut there, guys. That was really good. That was a really good segue, Nick. I must say, I didn't think, I did not see that coming. Both your, you know, question and the segue to heavy metal spiel. But wow, yeah, that's a that's a very valid, you know, point. I must say, that was, yeah, well, that was something, guys. And uh, that's that's one of the best. I must say, that's one of the best. 
jazz chat slash heavy metal spiel sessions I've ever had. Uh, one of the best, I must say. Not the longest, but still one of the best. And with that, guys, it is time to hand over to the one and only Nick for his one and only news time. It's the news. Welcome to the news, guys. It's newsman Nick, and here are the stories from this week. Today's first story is from America. A five-year-old has been stopped on the U.S. highway. What? <laughs> I'm already dying. <laughs> what? All right, Carry so, on. Um, okay. Uh, a five-year-old has been stopped driving a car on a U.S. Um, highway and uh, told police that he wanted to buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> What? Um. <laughs> <laughs> well, let, let me get this straight. A five-year-old was driving on the highway when stopped by police. He was like, I just want to buy a Lamborghini. <laughs> yep. The story gets better because I've got it here, right? Um, a trooper in uh, in the US, I don't have the, the exact area, um, uh, was uh, stopping a car with a suspected impaired driver. Um, and was bemused to find a five-year-old in the driver's seat. The boy said he had left home in his parents' vehicle after arguing with his mother, who had told him she would not buy him a, la- um, a Lamborghini. So he said to police that he decided to take the car and go to California to buy one himself. <laughs> Round of applause for that guy. Round of applause for that little man. Um, question, Nick. How, yes. how does a five-year-old know how to drive a car? That's what I want to know. Well, I mean, in the bit of the story that I cut out, all right, so the kid was driving the car really slow and was swerving, all right? Yeah. And the minute the police uh, put on the sirens to pull him over, he pulled over and came to a perfect stop. No way. That's awesome. He did. <laughs> that <laughs> that's kid great. Is talented. That kid will no doubt be in NASCAR in like three years. Honestly, 100%. And let me say, if that was a manual car, honestly, hats off to that little man. I, oh, I highly man. doubt it was, but <laughs> you never know. I just imagine like him like just Mr. Beaning it. Yeah, with, like, that's so with, good. With like poles and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's how he's 100%. Doing it he's oh, like, that's awesome. Pom- <laughs> um, okay, uh, over to the Philippines. Uh, this he- this headline will break Matt uh, straight sh- straight away, but stay tuned f- for the story because it's very very just amazing. Right? And I'm and I'm so, keen for this story because you know Philippines is actually very near and dear to my heart because I have actually been there a, a few times. So uh, yeah, let's mm. let's hear this, Nick. So uh, Matt, I got a question. Got a question before, before I start. Do you like Star Wars? I sure do, man. Oh, then, then you will love this, right? I mean, I mean, look, when I say love, I mean, it's it's not bad. Like, it's better than Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> but, uh, like, oh, it's yeah. not my absolute favorite. But, you know, it's not it's not too bad. All right. So, so, so the headline is, Darth Vader enforces lo- lockdown in Philippines village. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I need context, <laughs> please. Um um, right, so local f- officials um, in the f- um, in the Philippines have been dressing up as Star Wars characters and are out and about enforcing strict quarantine measures while also handing out relief packages. So the one leading the charge, of course, is Darth Vader, and he is a com- he's accompanied by stormtroopers, all in outfits made out of rubber mats and old plastics. 
Wow. <laughs> there you go. They catch the attention um, of the villagers um, on the outskirts of Manila, and they are thusly reminded to stay indoors. When asked for comment, one one of the one of the officials said, "We tell of residents who are going outdoors without pr- proper quarantine p- passes uh, that are um, that are needed, and also those who do not wear." Um, face masks. We make sure the government's guidelines are properly uh, followed, uh, said one man dressed up as a stormtrooper. <laughs> the Philippines has recorded 9,485 um, confirmed um, cases with 623 deaths and over 1,315 uh, recoveries as of May the 4th. Oh, no way. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> May the 4th be with you guys. <laughs> um, and our final story today is a throwback story from October 2019. Matt, would you like to know the title of the news story and also some of the details? Look, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Let's let's hear it. All right. So the title is, and uh, credit to my friend Roy, who brought this to my attention. Yeah. Uh, police robot t- told woman to go away after she tried to report a crime, then sang a song. <laughs> what? What do you mean? <laughs> um, all right. So a resident of Salt Lake Park had rushed over uh, to a motorized police officer um, to report a brawl that had broken out in the park. But instead of offering assistance, the egg-shaped robot, whose official name is HP Robocop, barked at the resident to step out of the way and to add insult to injury. The high-tech um, officer then rolled away while humming an, uh, what is described as an intergalactic tune and paused periodically to say, please keep the park clean. <laughs> oh, no. Wow. And that was the news. Fantastic. As always, round of applause for you, Nick. Good stuff, as always. That was that was a very weird and wonderful news time, I must say. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for that, Nick. And we'll see you next week, uh, news time, Nick, for uh, some more quality content in the news around the world. Now, guys, let's move on to uh, a more serious side of the podcast, as we do every week, the coronavirus that is taking the world by storm, unfortunately. So let's, uh, as always, go through a few little facts. So... Australia, let's start with that. So we have got uh, just under 7,000 confirmed cases. Currently, we are recording on the 9th of May, 99 deaths. So nearly at the three figures there. In the world, nearly at the 4 million, unfortunately. And we're at 274, sorry, 275,000 deaths. (sighs) Look, as we mentioned last week, mentioning it again, USA, 1,200,000 confirmed cases all up. Next in line is Spain with 222,000. You know. Spain's still up there. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So just behind it is Italy at 217,000, then the United Kingdom at 212. So, yeah, I mean, you know, if you want to hear us go into detail about what is going on with the US, Go back to our last podcast and surprise, surprise, it's called USA versus COVID-19. Um, but uh, pretty much just saying, yeah, their health healthcare system is just, it's, it's trash. And, um, 
yeah, they also have an orange for a president. <laughs> so <laughs> um, that's uh, hey, Nick's words, not mine. Um, but all uh, hail Lord Emperor Trump. Pretty much, man. Pretty much. So that's some basic info. So I, uh, I wanted to move on to some news stories that have caught our attention over the past week or so, and I think the main one for Australia is the, uh, you know, uh, Scott Morrison announces restrictions easing. So there have been three stages, three steps sort of uh, implemented, uh, you know, stage one implemented in the coming days, uh, stage two and stage three in the coming months. Getting on to, I'll quickly run through these three steps. So step one includes up to five visitors to your home, gatherings of up to 10 outside of your home. Uh, you know, it, I won't go run through every single thing, but pretty much, uh, step one, you know, people can go, you know, regular shopping, go to restaurants and cafes, you know, playgrounds will be open, outdoor boot camps. Nick, you should definitely get into an outdoor boot camp, mate. Um, <laughs> oh man, I can't wait for the bloody, uh, was it uh, martial arts, um, gyms to open up again. Actually, yeah, that's, that's a really good point. Yeah. Uh, and local and regional travel. Step two includes you can have gatherings of up to 20 people outside of your home. Gyms will be reopened. Beauty therapists, cinemas, theatres, and amusement parks will be opened. Galleries and museums and uh, some interstate travel as well. And step three is uh, a bit of a bigger one. So gatherings of up to 100 people return to the workplace. Uh, Australians can... Uh, do even more in gatherings of up to 100, including uh, food courts, saunas and bathhouses, and all interstate travel. So that's definitely a big one there. And we might get the footy back. Yeah. Well, footy is coming back on May 28th. Who knows when crowds will be allowed back to the footy. So obviously gatherings of up to 100 people. Obviously, you know, Titans fans will be fine. Um, But every other... <laughs> Sorry, I had to add that in. I had to do it. I, 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 so you know they'll be fine, but every other team and, and stadium won't be able to have crowds back. But um, yeah, obviously Titans fans will be fine. That that's like a sellout for them. Hey, um, oh yeah. So twenty people. Whoa, yeah. whoa, man, hundred people. That's a that's a crowd. Uh, so no, in all seriousness, I, I mean we might have to wait for stage four or five or maybe even six to allow crowds back. So who knows when that'll happen. But yeah, really keen for May 28th. NRL is coming back, which will be good. Uh, Mm. So yeah, that's pretty much the, probably the biggest and main story that has come out of Australia. um, Yeah. The main thing to remember with all of this, because I saw this as soon as Queensland um, opened up. um, Sorry, not opened up, but, pulled back some of the restrictions. If you are one of the people who went to Burley Hill, don't. <laughs> yeah, I saw this. Yeah, don't. <laughs> don't be an idiot. Don't do not do that stuff. It's, yeah, stu- you- it's, it's so stu- stupid and irresponsible. Also, if you feel like you get the sniffles, maybe don't go to work. Yeah, maybe, maybe just stay home. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. obviously, the chances of you having the coronavirus is very low, but still, just, you know... Be responsible, adapt to the situation, don't be dumb, and uh, life will be sweet. And wash your hands. Yeah, yeah and wash 100%, your hands. 100%. And uh, as Nick 
said in uh, first episode, stop hoarding things. Now, I think that has kind of stopped, thankfully. Yes, thank- but, uh, thankfully. Yeah. yeah. Uh, here we go. So, I've got some dates up, actually, of oh, the first of the stage one, two, three. So, stage one will commence, uh, will commence on the 15th of May. So, when we're recording, that is in six days' time. Stage two is the 12th of June. And stage three is the 10th of July. So, uh, not too long to wait really uh stage one is about a month away stage two is sorry stage two is about a month away stage three is about two months away so it's not not too long is stage two the one where you can travel um between the borders so step two stage two and stage three the most it says you can do which is in stage three it says all interstate travel now that's obviously if you're in queensland travel inside Queensland. It doesn't say anything about going into other states. Hopefully they'll update that and say that you can, but yeah, just not sure yet. Okay, cool. Cause hopefully by June Queensland opens up cause then I can go and visit my family. Yeah. That's actually a, a very good point. Cause you're, you're just down there with you and your fiance. Hey, no one else. Yeah. It's it, it, it's myself, my fiance, and my brother lives about half an hour away from me. Ah, okay, yeah. So you've got him, but other than that, yeah, no one else. Yeah, yeah that that must be tough. Yeah. Um, now another news story. Uh, the second news story that I, I just I just found just before we started recording. American Airlines flight leaving New York City crammed with passengers amid coronavirus. So pretty much, there's been a flight. Uh, someone has taken footage of a flight of a plane full of passengers not really adapting to the coronavirus social distancing rules. And, you know, as we know, USA is in a heck of a lot more of a lockdown than Australia. So I assume their rules are that much more strict. And, uh, you know, in saying this, there's been a, a some footage of a flight uh, leaving New York City crammed with passengers and has drawn criticism from a passenger who said the airline had no social distancing policies in place on a flight from New York City on May 2. Have you you seen seen this story, Nick? I haven't seen that one, but it doesn't surprise me. I mean, America in general... They, they, they have, they give off the feeling that they, they only care about the big businesses and they don't care and care about the people. So this doesn't, doesn't surprise me. Also, you have people over there who are just, I mean, it'll sound sound harsh, but if they got the virus, then maybe they would learn. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. hundred (laughs) percent. As harsh as it is, uh, it's a hard truth, I guess. Um, Mm. and the third story uh, confusion in Sydney. You may have heard this, Nick. Confusion in Sydney as cafes reopen. So, oh, God, this. <laughs> do you want to do you want to explain a bit more of what's going on here, Nick? <laughs> um, <laughs> good. I'll probably get a lo- lot of it wrong. I've I've heard about it, but I haven't read into it. It's it's pretty much like all the cafes are open, but like you're not really allowed to sit in there anymore. <laughs> yeah, and as far as I can see, all these steps have been put into place with the coming, you know, in the coming days. Uh, however, that message doesn't seem to have been fully received with reports some cafe, some Sydney cafes have already incorrectly reopened today. So pretty much what I can get at it is that 
Um, stage one will, as I previously mentioned, will commence on the 15th of May. But unfortunately, some uh, Sydney cafes have already reopened uh, incorrectly today when they're supposed to open on the 15th of May. So, <laughs> yeah, that's that's a bit... Uh, that does not concerning. surprise me at all. Yeah, I mean, not, not surprising at all. Um, but, yeah, there you go. So... That's yeah. That's uh, that's my version of the news. Definitely not as exciting as Nick's news <laughs> segment, but uh, yeah, nonetheless, um, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. There was one bit of news that I thought was very interesting, and I thought it would actually affect one of our friends, but he's since informed me that he's not included in um, in this. But India is doing a big uh, repatriation. Um, thing right now where, where they're getting, I, think, I, I, I believe it was about around 200,000 Indians are being put on planes around the world and, um, and being brought back to their regions. Wow. That's, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So it's, I believe it was over, over 50 flights that all up will courier just under 200,000 people from anywhere in the world back to India. Wow. And, uh, and luckily for our mate, he hasn't been caught up with all that. But yeah, that's that's unbelievable. Well, yeah, the main thing with him is that if he leaves to go home now, he probably won't be allowed back. Yeah, yeah, very true. Yeah, so... Probably he's in a he's definitely in a good situation right now, but um, yeah, that's that's pretty crazy, eh? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I've also got a plug for him at the end of this too. Okay, sweet. We'll get into that in the uh, the plugs section of the show. And now, guys, it is time for top five. Now, guys, we had a go at this segment a few episodes back where we discussed the top five most overrated movies of all time. And surprise, surprise, Nick's most overrated movies of all time was all of the Lord of the Rings and Hobbit movies. So surprise, surprise there. But um, today we are doing Nick top five fast food restaurants in Australia. Now, Nick, as always, uh, you have to guess from five to one most popular fast food chains in australia so this was actually in march 2018 so it's two years ago so uh you know things could have changed now but uh yeah think back to two months uh two years ago and uh yeah let's let's hear number five ranked fast food restaurant in australia uh number five number five from two years ago um i'm gonna say pizza hut Oh, it was Domino's, wasn't it? Ah, oh, it's Domino's. He's done it. Nah, that's that's an X, guys. Unfortunately, he's got it wrong. D- uh, Pizza Hut is ranked number nine out of ten. Oh, okay, yeah. So where it belongs? Yeah, <laughs> Domino's far and far above. Uh, okay, nearly got it, but not quite. So that's yeah, none from was, one. Number four. I was, so, I was so close. You were so. That's why I was like, oh, so close. Yeah. Number four. Uh, number four. Um, I have a feeling that I know what number one and number two are. Yeah. But, oh, yeah. This bottom end, it's hard. Um, a Porto's. That's, that's wrong, guys. It is Hungry Jack's. What? Yep. Number four, Hungry Jack's. 
I thought that'd be number two. Damn. Okay. Well, fair enough. Now, at least you know that's not number two. Number three ranked fast food restaurant in Australia. What have you got? Nando's. <sighs> He's none from three guys. Uh, oh my god. It is Subway. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah. It's really th- throwing me for a loop, but okay. Uh, you should, two. knowing this now, knowing oh, all this now. Is this number now, three or number two? It's number two, yeah. yeah. So this is number, number two. two you should you should get, you know, the next two. So number two. Uh, number two. Um, I think of all the fu- fast food places. <laughs> <laughs> if you get this wrong, you're going to kick yourself. <laughs> I want to say what what my number one is, but I but I have a feeling that my number one is number two. <laughs> number two, based on how this is going. I mean, think what your num- What I would do is what think what your number one is, and don't say that. Just save that for your number one. <laughs> all, right, all right, number number two would be um. So we've done pizza, we've done burgers, we've done Subway, um. Domino's, Hungry Jack's, Subway. Oh god, this is hard because I'm not looking it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you. But I'm trying to think. <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Um, what are the big places? Is, uh, I'm literally to get... screaming at you silently right now. <laughs> oh, it's so hard. Oh, yeah, nah, fair enough. Um, uh, number two is um, oh KFC. He's done it. He's done it. <laughs> and number one's McDonald's. He's done it. Oh, fantastic. Nick, your boy. Two out of five. Now, look, very slow start, but he has come back with a wet sail, guys. He's done it with KFC and McDonald's. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. I was amazed at Hungry Jack's. Wasn't it number three or number yeah. two? Yeah, yeah. You, you'd rank that lower? Oh, uh, no, you'd rank that higher, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. Bur- men, burgers are better. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Although, I must say... I will say um, although, I will, will say, best fast food uh, burgers in Australia right now is Carl's Jr. Okay, fair enough. And that's a, that's actually a good segue to move on to our personal top five fast food chains in Australia. Now, uh, I might go first because, mm-hmm. you know, why not? I so, know what your number one's going <laughs> to be. Guys, it's the one and only. Let's start from one to five. For me, personally, number one would have to be KFC. Oh, man, it's so good. <laughs> Um, that's all about it it's get around KFC guys it's good content number two for me and I'm just looking at the top 10 list here I would say it'd have to be Domino's Pizza for me I Mm -hmm. I do love a good $5 value range Domino's Pizza 100% number three gee I feel like actually you know what I'm gonna go Nando's Nando's is good Mm -hmm. yeah I love Nando's so good Bit overpriced, uh, but still a good. little bit overpriced. But I do love their peri peri chips. It's it, it is mm. they are nice. So Nando's would be number three, and I'm purely going off the taste and the content, not the not the price. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, KFC, Domino's, Nando's. <sighs> Next, I would go for. Oh jeez, um, <sighs> Subway. I do like Subway. Had it today, actually. I do love yeah, a good old foot-long pizza sub with... I tried some uh, an extra sauce today. So I usually have mayonnaise and smoky barbecue sauce. Oh, mate. Can't go wrong with that. And I also added in some ranch sauce today. And it's, I must say, good content, guys. Really good content. And now... I mean- 
I would replace the uh, what was it? Um, I'd replace the mayor with France because it's pretty, pretty much the same, same yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And my fifth place is a toss up between Hungry Jacks, Maccas, Red Rooster. That's pretty much it. <sighs> Don't think about price, Maddie. Just think about. Okay, I will say Red Rooster is the most underrated fast food chain in Australia, hands down. You cannot oh, yeah, go yeah, with, yeah. wrong with Red Rooster. Like, whenever I go there, there's, like, no one there, and it has great food. So, most underrated fast and food chain goes to Red Rooster. Uh, that and the service is really fast because no one's there. Yeah, exactly right. If there's a fast food chain <laughs> you want to work at, it's definitely Red Rooster. Um, <laughs> not that you'd probably get many shifts. Um, <laughs> um, so, look, as good as Red Rooster is, oh, man, nah. Maccas, I'm sorry, guys. I have to put Maccas uh, at five. I It's definitely not in my top three, top four, but look, it is good. And while it's not my favorite, I do enjoy it, I guess, somewhat. Like, it's nothing special, but it's not, it's not bad, I guess. Yeah, that'd be my number five. So mm. um, let's, uh, so recap. Uh, KFC, Domino's, Nando's, Subway, Maccas. All right, Nick, what have you got? Uh, my, my number one is uh, Mad Max. Fair enough. Fair enough. I do like, and I feel like that's another one of those uh, underrated fast food chains. I do love a bit of uh, Mad Max. I love, like, Mexican food. I absolutely love it, right? But if you go to Mad Max, right, I, right, right, um, a good recommendation um, from me, right, is get a burrito, get it with the uh, sautéed uh, chorizo, right? So yep. that by so that 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 by itself with uh, normal with normal fillings and and whatever spice you like is already good, right? Yeah. But for me personally, right, if you want a bit more, if you bit if you're a bit hungry, right, put some of that uh, pulled pork on there. Oh, mm. pulled mm. pork is the best. <laughs> pulled pork and chorizo. Ooh, oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't go wrong with Nick's order at Mad Mix. Nick, my boy, do you want to repeat that for the listeners in your best Randy Savage? Oh, yeah. So what you want to do, what you want to do is you want to go down and get it. a burrito, you know. Big, small, just burrito. What you want to do, you want to get the sautéed chorizo on there. Already magnificent. And then what you want to do is get pulled pork on that. All fillings, all sides. Ooh, yeah. Ooh, you cannot go wrong with that, boys. Ooh, yeah. Stop it there, guys. That was that was a nice little uh, segue to another <laughs> so edition that... of uh, Heavy Metal Spill. But, yeah, that was, that was nice. Um, number yeah. two on your list, Nick. Uh, number, number two is Carl's Jr. Okay. Oh, another, I've Carl's only Juniors. had food there once. I oh, think. Mate, it, it, it is what Hungry Jack's was about six years ago. So what you're trying to say is, uh, refills for days, boys. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Turning off guys. That was, yeah, the, that was so- the shortest heavy metal spiel ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, that's my number two. Uh, my number three would probably be, um, so it's, <laughs> so it's not really a chain, but, but they're everywhere, right? Yep. So my, my number three. The local fish and chip shop. Oh, good take that one. Good take. Look, 
I didn't actually think about that one there. I look, uh, it's going to be a top six for me now, guys. Um, I would put that. Look, I would put KFC and Domino's above it, but yeah, yeah fish it's and chips would either be yeah. th- third or fourth. Yeah, fish and yeah. chips is is that's a good take, man. That is yeah, hundred mm. percent. I respect that definitely. Well, is that right? And it's not really a chain, but they're everywhere. Yeah, no, exactly right. There's there's you know bunch of different brands and companies of fish and chips uh places mm. around but yeah uh that that would definitely be a fast food semi-chain in australia yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, a biz- business if you will yeah. Mm, yeah my number four would be uh probably subway you know yeah i am a yeah. subway fan so yeah. subway's good yeah and it's and it's quite healthy um somewhat so uh yeah definitely subway is good content and uh, my number five, it, so it's very specific to only Sydney. Okay. All right. But Harry's Cafe De Wheels. Okay. There you it go. Is, so, so, yeah. It, um, okay. So it started out in like a little like a caravan. Um, it's kind of like, like, it's kind of like the original food truck. Yep. It, it started out in like, in like the 50s down by the docks. Okay. And ha- and has become an icon. It's all o- there are like I think four, four different lo- four different locations in Sydney, and it it is, it is really nice stuff. Like, right? Yeah, like, awesome. what confused me right is they put peas on a hot dog and it's still good. Oh wow! Gee, you, you yeah. wouldn't think that it's that'd be any good with peas on a hot nah, dog, but there nah, you go, but, mate. Mate, it's good. Yeah, it's that's like awesome. Peas, some mash. Oh, it's lovely stuff. Tell you what, when this uh, when this coronavirus COVID nineteen ends, I'm definitely heading down to Sydney and grabbing a bite of uh, <laughs> what was the Harry's place again? <laughs> Cafe de Wheels. Oh, guys, definitely get around it if you're down in Sydney. Head there, and uh, by the sounds of it, it's some quality content. Mm, yeah, 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 it's really good stuff. So to uh, sum sum it up, my, my top five is uh, Mad Max, Carl's Jr. The local fish and chip shop, uh, Subway, and uh, Harry's Cafe de Wheels. Awesome, guys. And that is top five for this week. So really hope you enjoyed that segment. And uh, quickly, Nick already explained it in the good old uh, heavy metal spiel, his go-to fast food order. I'll quickly uh, let y'all know on my go-to fast food order. So obviously it's from KFC. Surprise, surprise. Now, I'm really enjoying the, I think it's the um, Zinger barbecue bacon burger in a meal uh so obviously with chips and a piece of chicken and a drink and it's something like 13 14 dollars it's 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 honestly so good man nice so um pretty fatty but i do need to put on weight so <laughs> get beef jacked get beef jacked Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what i i don't know about you but this is probably the most heavy metal spiel details we've had in an episode to date honestly <laughs> yeah. it's it's good fun um all right guys now it is on to one of the good old favorites one of the classics recommendation station now guys this segment involves each of the members on the podcast to recommend something that they'd love to recommend to each of us on the podcast as well as everyone listening around the world uh on all the different platforms so nick we're going to start with you what would you love what what is that one thing that you would love to recommend to all of us 
Oh, I think my train is pulling into the station of, um, oh, I got it. Okay, so uh, so, uh, my train is pulling into the station of the TV show Utopia. Okay, fair enough. So so it's an Australian uh, TV show. It was made by the ABC. I'm not, not sure if it's still on. Currently, I'm watching it on um, on stand, and there's about four seasons, and it is honestly just insanely funny. Like it is about yeah. so this government agency, right? And they're tasked with um, they're tasked with organizing uh, pretty um, pretty much all the infrastructure um, to be built um, around Australia, and the guy who runs it just r- runs into all kinds of just stupid things. Like he's dealing with politicians. He, um, he's dealing, he's dealing with the media department. And it's just, if anyone has ever been like a boss or a manager or a producer, and you've had to deal with just people that make you want to just, you know, which make you want to just grab them and shake them and ask them why they're so dumb. (laughs) This is the show for you. It Fantastic. is hilarious. That's awesome. Yeah, so that is my recommendation. Awesome, What's pulling into your station, Matt? Look, my train is also uh, pulling into the TV show station. Now, a bit of a lighter, bit of a lighter TV show, a bit of a, uh, you know, n- not full on at all. But uh, my fiance Anna actually got me into this show, and at the start I wasn't super keen on it. But I've just started from the very beginning with her. She's watched it all like five or six times or something like that. She she loves it, her favorite show of all time. But uh, guys, Heartland. So it is uh, the reason why my fiance loves it is because it is um, a predominantly horse show which means, uh, you know, all the people on there are country people and they, they all own horses and, and race horses and, you know, own horse businesses and stuff. And that's why she loves it. Look, you know, at the, you know, back in the day, I wasn't super keen on it, but, you know, I thought, you know, why not give this a try? So we've just started watching it uh, from the very beginning. And I must say, it's actually not bad. <laughs> I must say, you, you know how, you know, you, you look at a show, you haven't watched it, but you're like, yeah, I don't know about that. I don't think it'd be my thing. I'm watching it now and look, it's not my favorite TV show of all time, but it's, I've, <laughs> I've seen worse. Like it's actually not that bad. <laughs> and I feel like, I feel like I'll definitely enjoy it a lot more, you know, the more I watch it. And um, yeah, it's actually pretty good. So if anyone would be keen to start a new TV show, Heartland is is something that I definitely recommend to all of you guys listening. So um, I don't know if it would be down your alley, Nick, but um, yeah, to <laughs> anyone else, definitely go check that out. It's 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 pretty good, I must say. So mm. um, all right, guys, coming towards the end of the show, want to hand over to Nick. Any any plugs or anything you want to give a shout out to before we end the show? Yeah, I got a yeah, few uh, plugs today. A few of them you've heard before, like go and visit uh, 2-7 Entertainment. It has mm. good documentaries. It is soon, very soon, as um, right. So as soon as I get permission, it will have the premiere of Discovery. Ooh, that's good. Mm, yes, it'll it'll be the only place that. On, on the internet where you can find and watch and enjoy Discovery. So that was Matt and Myself's uh, graduation uh, film. 
and yep. it is actually a, a music video that we worked very hard on. I pretty much was, uh, so my, my role was production manager and first AD. I did a lot of producing. I wanted to kill you all at different points. <laughs> and he was scooting around in a wheelchair. How good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So two, seven entertainment will have the premiere of that soon while you're over there, you know, smooth talkers is on there. It's a great documentary about people with stuttering, has great cinematography, has great sound and looks great and is great. Uh, also on there is an, another documentary uh, called Surferu. It's about uh, Peter Surferu, a very iconic Gold Coaster who pretty much li- lives and breathes the Gold Coast. It, it's pretty much the story of his life condensed into about a seven-minute film, like seven to ten minutes. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube. We're on everything you can think of that is not TikTok. <laughs> yes. Um, do not go on TikTok. I repeat, do not. <laughs> Um, another plug that I would like to, um, throw out and one that I know Matt would fully support, right? Um, is for a channel, um, they're on Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram. I'm not sure about it. Um, YouTube, right? But it is a square creative lab. Now Mm. this is a page that, that is owned and run by our personal, um, friend and friend of the show, um, Anand. And um, he is just a visual effects and editing wizard. If you want great to amazing special effects, visual effects, anything that is not filming, if you want that done, go to A Square Creative Lab. And Anand will look mm. after you and give you some, as Matt would say, quality content. Ah, oh, 100%. I fully back that up, what Nick is saying. Yeah. He is just he's in a he's in a world of his own. He's in a class of his own. And did he get he he would have got at least a distinction for for uh post production, eh? I'm very sure that he he either got a distinction or a high distinction. Yeah, hundred percent. I w- I mean I wouldn't be surprised if he got a high distinction, yeah. So yeah, definitely go follow those uh channels and pages, guys. And if you're ever um if you're ever in need of yeah, any visual effects or um, special effects or any, you know, work done on a short film or music video documentary, definitely contact Anand from A Square Creative Collab. <laughs> Creative lab, lab, lab. <laughs> lab. And, uh, yeah, honestly, it's you won't be disappointed. So, uh, and you can trust Nick and I because we've worked firsthand with this, uh, with this guy on a bunch of projects and uh yeah you won't be disappointed we weren't so yeah uh for myself you know as always matt weston videography on facebook and instagram would love it if you guys could get around those pages uh give them a follow give them a like and uh follow my videography journey so would love it if you guys could get around that and last plug on the show obviously the facebook isolation nation podcast page guys now as we said at the top of the show uh the page is up very keen to have launched this and so definitely get around it uh share it around and invite all your friends and let's let's build this up to be a an, an awesome community of people who are involved in this podcast so yeah we'd really love it if you guys could get around it uh give it a like give it a follow share it with your mates and uh yeah quality content coming right up guys so thank you so much for listening really hope you enjoyed today today's podcast and uh yeah get keen for next week's episode episode six 
And uh, Nick, I'm going to let you do the outro today, mate. Oh, me the intro. Um, sorry, me the outro. Ooh. Oh, I mean, intro. you did the intro. It's now now, intro you, now and... time for you to do the outro, mate. <laughs> um, all right. So if you enjoyed that, please go and like the new Facebook page. Um, you can uh, leave your new suggestions or any suggestions um, for the podcast um, on there. It would really mean a lot to us if, if you got a uh, round of friends. But that is it for today's show. We had a lot of fun today, and I hope you all um, enjoyed it. So from Matt, myself, and all the other people involved in the Isolation Nation podcast. Thank you for listening and we'll see you later. Bye. See ya.